program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com and gtrodandreel.com your one stop for all your ice fishing needs and musky fishing needs that's gtrodandreel.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. This is Chauncey, and on this week's show, we're going to have Brian New. He's the latest winner of a Bassmaster Elite Tournament, and the reason I'm having him on the show is he's really cool. He's a rookie. This is his first year in the Elites. He's fished 155 tournaments, you know, throughout several tournament groupings, but this is he's an elite angler this year, and so this is his first time, um, and he beat the people he's been looking up to for many years. And he's going to talk to us about exactly what it feels like to be fishing against people that, you know, you've had the greatest respect for so, so many years. And it's, it's, I love talking to this guy. He is so much fun. And you know what? He is so down to earth. You hear it in his voice and it's just a, uh, you're going to have a fun interview there. And then we're going to be calling my good buddy, Jim Miller. Jim Miller is a field biologist from the state of Michigan. And I received a uh, press release from the state of Michigan, and he's coming to talk about why he's mowing the snow. That's right. I didn't. You didn't hear the radio crackle. Mowing the snow. <laughs> I I thought this guy may have been locked up in his office a little too long this winter, and maybe he has, he's got a good reason. But he's going to talk to us about uh, what mowing the snow what he's doing, not what you're going to do in your backyard, but what he's doing in uh, on this uh, big state area in Michigan, how it's going to be so much better for the environment, mowing the snow. If I had kids still living in my house and I told them to go mow the snow, they would definitely move out, <laughs> thinking uh, dad's lost it all. And then we're going to hear from our... Uh, most popular, as I like to put it, segment of Chauncey's Great Outdoors, the Aiden Fishing Report. My grandson from Western Michigan. Who knows where he's been and who knows what he's done, but we'll hear from Aiden. And then we'll have some other outdoor news and fishing reports. But uh, the weather's changing. Things are in the 50s and 60s. Ice is melting. Let's get out there and enjoy the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors Magazine. 
Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Waterworks also has a full showroom of Lund and Lowe fishing boats along with beautiful pontoon boats, all powered by Mercury Outboards and waiting for you to add your boating fun to them. So with boats and pontoons from the factory being delivered, all with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said to call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 
888-253-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Hey, Smitty! Let's fish it! listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN. And what well, the phone is ringing. So that means we have a special guest and our guest today is Brian New. Brian, first of all, thanks for coming on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's a it's a pleasure. I guess you you got a very nice Valentine's gift for your wife. Now that I'm thinking of it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I actually forgot it was Valentine's Day that day because I had a lot on my mind. That was a good one. That's a good one. I don't know that I'm going to be able to top that next year, but <laughs> uh, I'll try. You're going to try. Well, everyone, Brian New is uh, an angler in the. He's a he's a rookie angler in the elite series with Bassmasters, but he's far from being a rookie angler because you spent six years, five years, over at MLF as a co-angler, wasn't it? Uh yeah. So it was. Um... I don't know how long it was. I started in 2012. Mm-hmm. That was before. It was back when it was FLW. Right. And, um, yeah, so uh, uh, last year, 2020, I decided, um, you know, I'd fish the Bassmaster Opens and try to qualify for the Elite Series. And here we are. It's 2021, and I'm fishing the Elite Series. <laughs> yes, you are. And as a matter of fact, your track record is exceptionally impressive. You know, 150 five uh fished events and you were in the top 10 of 44 of them and then you came into the bass masters opens and then into the elites and on last the valentine weekend I, very few people that i know of can come back from fifth sixth place and beyond and win a tournament and you did exactly that on an extremely difficult body of water to fish, the St. John's River in uh, Florida, didn't you? I did, man. It was a it was a special day. It was a special week. I mean, really, like you know, um, anytime you make a top ten, like that's a you know, it's not like um you know a a one on one or a you know a a, a one team on one team mm-hmm. sport event. You know, so like there's there's a hundred guys, so a hundred of the best in the world. So a top ten alone, I mean, is really like winning, you know. Oh, um, but let alone actually win is, uh, <laughs> I mean, just a blessing, man. Oh God, yes. Now you know that's one of the things I what I love about doing, and for um, twenty years, believe it or not, um, at different uh, Bassmaster events, uh, I've taken the the rookie anglers or the first time uh, that they're in the classic and and i talk to them because it, it really is a different feeling winning that first major and you've won tournaments before i know that but that you know you won an elite <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's pretty special man like there's 
there's really not words to describe it. Um, there's, there's just not. Um, you know, it's a, you know, you hear it all the time. It's a life, you know, lifelong dream. And, um, but you know, that's the truth. Like, I mean, I've dreamed of this. I'll be 31 actually tomorrow. Oh. And, um, <laughs> I've been, you know, dreaming of it for, I mean, literally 25, 26 years. Wow. And, um, to actually, you know, you know, I worked my tail off, you know, for that 25 or 26 years. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've had a lot of success along the way, but, you know, to win on the top level against the best anglers in the world is just, um, I mean, it truly is a dream come true. And it's not always about, you know, you know, uh, you know, the money. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's, you know, obviously, like, that's why I do it is mm-hmm. to try to make a living. So, you know, uh, fortunate enough to make a living for the year, you know, in the first event. So that was great, um, but to come or to overcome all of the things that I have, not just this one event, not just this year so far, but like my whole entire life for it all to come together is just, um, I mean, it's just special. It really is. That's yeah, really, the only words that, that describe it. Oh, it, exactly. It's, it's it's a that special feeling that the thing that just I mean. The St. John's River is, um, it's its not like a river you think of the Mississippi River or the Ohio River or the, you know, the, the Tennessee River. It's a different type of a river down there because it's really connected. It's an estuary, right? Right, yeah. So it's actually a tidal river. You know, it's connected to the ocean and, um, you know, the tide comes in and, you know, it goes out. And the water rises, and it you know, and it and it falls every day, um, and uh, so it, it is definitely different. Um, I don't have a ton of experience on tidal rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe two or three events, and well, so I I've, I've been to the St. John's. This was my second event there, so twice on 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 the St. John's, and then you know two or three times at the uh, Potomac River, and once at the James. So probably. You know, five or six times I've been to tidal rivers, and uh, they haven't always, you know, been my best friend. But um, you know, I have done good at the Potomac, and um, you know, obviously I did good last year, last week at the St. John. Well, right. I mean, you know, but this is what I give you so much. I mean, huge amounts of credit for uh, Brian is that you. The first day, I think you're in twenty second place. Correct. The second day of the tournament. That brought you up to, I keep saying, ninth. ninth place. And then you you roll into the tournament, and, you know, you were looking at some of, the, as you said at the beginning of the interview, you know, the greatest fishermen that are out there, are, are that you're, you're fishing against them. And then you start banging. You got, like, 26 pounds of fish? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's just, I mean, it was just a magical day. Like everything came together. Mm-hmm. Every decision I made was right. And, um, you know, nothing went wrong. It just, everything, when you're making the right decisions and everything's going right, it's hard to get beat. Yeah. Um, that's just, I mean, because it's so rare that everything goes right. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the people that win an event, um, you know, everything goes right for them that week. 
Yeah. When I was reading some of the different things from a local newspaper that wrote an article about you and uh, from Bassmaster, you know, you were fishing a lot of not thick lily pads, but kind of broken up lily pads and open areas. You were looking for places that those fish were kind of tucked into, weren't you? Yeah, so so every fish that I caught, they were spawning. I mean, 100%. I wasn't visually looking at them, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's what they were doing. I know that's what they were doing. And actually, you could go by, you know, once you got got up shallow, you could go by some of the pad stems, and, and you could actually look down and, and see the spawning bed. A few reasons that I was targeting the more isolated ones, and one of the main reasons is so a you know, a fish needs sunlight to be able to spawn. And the thicker pads where it creates a, you know, a complete mat on top of the water, obviously it's blocking out the sunlight. So, you know, um, they're not going to be able to spawn there as well. Another reason was um, if it's just a great big mat and it's just tons and tons of lily pads, there's so many targets. And it's hard to pick apart each target and know, like, know what you covered and know what you have not covered. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you do, like, if you do get a bite in that, you've got a lot greater chance of losing that fish because it has a lot more cover that get tangled up in and, and, and come off. Hmm. And, and you really weren't fishing heavy stuff, were you? I mean, what, I'm not talking vegetation, I'm talking gear-wise. You know, you... No, not really. So a lot of times you think Florida, you know, you think 65-pound braid and a big, great big heavy flipping rod. And, mm-hmm. and I was, I, you know, I was using 18-pound fluorocarbon, and I had another set up with 22-pound fluorocarbon. And, and um, you know, that's a lot more finesse. You know, I definitely think you can get more bites with it. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, I'm, I'm using Sunline fluorocarbon, so it's, you know, in my opinion, it's it's the best product on the market so i was i was never worried about you know a fish breaking me off um yes there were times that i was you know a fish did get hung up and uh but you know i was able to you know kind of fight back and forth with the fish and and get them get them free and and actually like i'm very particular about retying but um you know that that line is just it's it's good enough like it i checked my line after every fish and I only retied in four days. I probably only retied two or three times. Well, that that's the difference between uh, Brian using line and using good line. <laughs> uh, you know, you have to have confidence in the products you're using. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, mentally, uh, you know, it helps you mentally. But I mean, you know, it just it just works better. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got that much money on the line, you can't you can't worry about you know, um, you know whatever the product it yeah. is from rod, reel, line, hook. You know, everything is important. It's not just it's not just one thing. It's like it all comes together. They're all tools that you have to have, and, and you you know you definitely want you know you want to have the the best products that are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I surround myself by the you know the people that I work with, and um, you know I truly believe in in all of their products and um you know it, i think it speaks for themselves whenever you know everything comes together and you win an event the way that i was able to you know very fortunate to last week when did you have a, an inkling that you may be winning 
<laughs> I love to ask that question to the to the guys who just win their first tournament because it's, it's like, well, you know, I didn't know until they said it, you know, or I had a kind of a feeling about two people before me, like, oh my god, I could do this. When, when did you get that feeling? When you really got that big one, the second one? Yeah, the second great big one I caught at the end of the day, I knew I had over 25 pounds. I knew I had a legitimate shot. I didn't think that I had it won, but I knew I had a legitimate shot. So that in itself was, you know, pretty awesome. Um, it, but, like, on top of that, I did have some sort of special feeling, like, that I've never felt before, and I can't describe it. Your spidey That's senses fair. were tingling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but so whenever I start making my making my run back, headed towards the weigh-in, um, I have a uh, iPad mounted on my console of my boat, and it's you know it's connected to my iCloud. I get text messages on it as well. You know, if there's a rule that you know we can't look at um, you know any social media or anything, and mm-hmm. or, you know you can't communicate. But so my iPad it lit up. And, you know, because someone sent a text to, and it just it just caught my attention. So I kind of glanced down at it because it caught my attention. And, you know, like, I just looked at it for a brief second because, you know, I know that, like, I can't be really looking at this stuff. Yeah. And, um, but it wasn't like I was, you know, trying to do it. It just happened. Right. You know, the way it happened. And whenever I glanced at my screen, it was full of text messages and they all said congratulations, and, you know, some, you know, went on to say more, but it's basically they all said congratulations. Mm-hmm. And when I seen that, you know, I knew the live coverage, I knew the Bass Track coverage, you know, I knew everyone was following that. And I said, holy cow, man, maybe I really did win this thing. <laughs> so we get back, we get to Palatka, we pull up at the dock, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I start going through talking to everybody, and... And everybody, uh, you know, said, no, I don't have them. No, no, no. And uh, at that moment, I was like, man, let's get this thing over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to make it official. That's it. That's exactly. Well, that was that, that's a great story. I love hearing that. that. That's how you got the feeling of it. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, your cheering section, you know, we're talking about Brittany, your wife, and Braylon, your your uh, daughter, were, were must have been screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> Yeah, I um I don't really remember what happened. The only thing I remember is when they announced me the you know the winner, mm-hmm. and they gave me the trophy. Like I picked the trophy up and I raised it above my head, but the only thing that's going through my mind, and I'm looking around constantly. I want to know where my wife and my daughter are. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to hug them. And I want to celebrate with them. And, yeah. and that was literally like I. You can go back and look at it like I'm holding the trophy up, but I'm instead of, you know, posing and smiling for pictures, like I'm looking around for my wife and my daughter. And uh, and then um, Mercer said, turn around. She's behind you. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and I've like pretty much dropped my trophy. <laughs> and I run and I, I hug both of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that's that was the, you know, I mean, like, that was the most special moment of my life. Sure, it is, and it's and it it's a moment it you will never winning. forget. It was. I'm not saying the winning was. I'm saying 
celebrating. Waterworks yeah. at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, mm-hmm. your Lund and Low Superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious the Mercury CSI Award for customer service. Well, you got a good shot, a good way to begin the year for the seventh year towards Angler of the Year. Also, you got two things. I mean, and Low got to keep the numbers up there. You're beautiful for the rest of the year. All powered by Mercury Outboards and waiting for you to add your. Boating Work fun too, then. That. Mm-hmm. So with I'm boats to, and uh, pontoons from the factory being delivered, Actually, uh, with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said to call. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love the West Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a Well, everybody, I want to thank Brian New for coming on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. He's a rookie angler in the Elite Series this year. Not a rookie angler, trust me. But he's hit one of the Midwest first year in the Elite Series. He wins his first tournament. His wife gets a great gift in my mind for Valentine's Day. And he winds up putting, you know, positioning himself to work better down the road for Angler of the Year and Rookie of the Year. So it's going to be a great year. We're going to keep an eye on you, okay, my friend? Well, I score $15. No, you'll never disappoint us, my friend. You'll never. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Call now. 1 800 You're listening to Chuck. I'm Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know MasterCard and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishermen by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic baits on the market for yourself or as a gift for maybe your fishing buddy. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait. Jim Crowley from hookandhunttv.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on hookandhunttv.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. Snowmobiling makes winter a special time. Snowmobilers care about the environment. They're firefighters, farmers, nurses, homemakers, teachers, and bankers. Snowmobilers are your neighbors and co-workers. They are good, respectful people who give to charities, plant trees, and help care for our fragile watershed areas. Snowmobilers are contributing citizens of your community who enjoy winter with an enthusiasm for nature, for life, and for the freedom that comes from it. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And ah, we can hear the phone ringing. 
So who's on the phone? It's this is an interesting. This is the educational segment of Chauncey's Great Outdoors. We have James Miller uh, from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. Jim, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Happy to be here. Now, Jim, you're a, a field biologist. Is that correct? Correct. I'm a wildlife habitat biologist. Okay. And and he works in the area, what's called the Flat River State Game Area. Uh, but where is that exactly? So people know who where the world is in there. So the Flat River State Game Area is uh, kind of in central Michigan. Um, we're a little bit south uh, of Greenville, which is another uh, fairly large known spot in Michigan. Um, but it's a almost 12,000-acre expanse of open hunting land, hiking land for anyone in the state of Michigan or outside the state of Michigan to come and enjoy for free. And we do habitat management on it so cool. you can get wildlife viewing opportunities. That's cool. That's cool. Well, and everybody, you know, so I get a lot of information from many different areas. And I opened up this one from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, and it says mowing snow for wildlife at Flat River State Game Area. And I went, I have to call Jim and find out if they've been a little bit locked up too long for the winter yet. You're mowing snow, Jim? you got to explain this one to me. <laughs> right. So uh, it's kind of a joke for all the people that we end up talking around. In the winter, um, We once we get, finally get enough snow, we can actually do some management for a very cool species called the Carner Blue Butterfly. Um, it's an endangered species. It's incredibly rare. And in the Midwest... It's actually one of the last strongholds of this species in the whole world. And on Flat River State Game Area, we're very lucky to have a couple of different populations. Um, And this butterfly is endangered because it has such a specific food resource that it needs. Its caterpillar feeds on a plant called purple lupin. And that lupin is the only thing they'll eat. So if you don't maintain that type of habitat, uh, typically found in something called an oak savanna, mm-hmm. um, the butterflies will die out. So we go in in the winter. Once we get four inches of snow, there's enough snow cover on the ground to protect the eggs uh, of the species that's been laid earlier uh, in the fall. And we go through and mow it down. And that gets rid of all of the other species that are competing with the lupin. It opens up the small canopy area um, for that lupin to kind of break through and get full sunlight, and hopefully expand that habitat out so the butterflies can thrive further than they already do. This is this is really cool. Uh, I, I mean this because uh, lupin uh, is such a gorgeous flower. Um, I wish I wish I could explain it to somebody. Visualize a stem with a coming up straight out of a, a small growth of green, and the stem has little shots off of it branches and they're all of these deep if if they're blue they're purple i mean it's it's such a deep color and some of them i mean it's a gorgeous flower but the thing is you only see them for two weeks it seems like it's a pretty short window it's a short window and i mean so so the the cardinal blue i didn't realize that michigan um especially central and you know southwest michigan there is such is like the last stronghold for these guys yeah so we uh there's different spots in wisconsin down in indiana a couple other locations but in michigan we have a a very strong population of them down in allegan county probably Mm -hmm. the strongest population of them there Mm. and then moving up along the coast and a little bit inland um you'll find 
the habitat that they need, that oak savanna. And um, as I said, it's a pretty rare habitat to find anymore. Oak savanna back when we had the great fires of Michigan were almost two-thirds of the state burnt. That allowed our oak resource to thrive. And in that oak resource, we were able to get these beautiful oak savanna habitats. Mm -hmm. And because of urbanization, we're no longer able to have those. Um, so trying to keep these nice little open pockets where these butterflies exist and can actually live out their small life cycle, um, it is, it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, a lot of people would never even know that this little endangered species flies right past them when they're out hiking, hunting, mushrooming, whatever they're doing on the game area. Yeah. Somebody would say, that's just another moth. No, it's not. It's a cardinal blue. <laughs> but, okay, but right. wh why were you mowing the snow? What does that do for this process? So the mowing the snow aspect is we actually take out a machine on a skid steer with a little forestry mulcher head. So essentially it's uh, just creating mulch as you go through uh, the ground. That snow protects the eggs enough that you can bury that right into the snow and go, and those eggs will be fine, and you're throwing snow behind the machine like crazy, but you're also mowing down all the brush and scrub that's above that. Um, and then at the tail end, if you saw the article, you'd, I'm sure you'd seen the picture there. Um, it basically looks like a big open area with a little bit of dirt that's showing through, mm -hmm. um, but mostly just open open snow where you can see a bunch of tracks going back and forth. So that, that's kind of the joke is we're mowing snow. It, it, we're just burying the head down to the ground trying to get as low as we can to right. get rid of all that competition. Exactly. and But it's not – okay, so you, this is where I, I people – you know, and, and I, I love to, yes, we talk about fishing and hunting and camping and salmon fishing and napping in a hammock and everything else, mushroom picking. We talk everything on our show, but the thing is about this is if you're improving the habitat for the cardinal blue blood of ah, I got red teeth this morning, James. <laughs> the, the butterfly. No yeah, the butterfly. You're improving it for everything in the, in the forest, aren't you? That is correct. So a lot of uh, people kind of have the misconception that when we're doing management for just one species, whatever that species may be, turkey, deer, or endangered species like the carnivore blue butterfly, that, oh, well, you're only doing it for that one animal. And that's not true. When we do this type of management, we're actually essentially restarting the growth along that whole uh, forest floor in some situations. In the case for what I was doing, it was 20 acres of pretty much a one large opening um, actually down a utility pathway. Mm -hmm. And the deer come in there, they get a whole bunch of new resource, brand new regrowth when that comes up. They'll browse off everything. The turkey will come in there and bring their poults in there to be able to eat and feed to nest. Um, it, it's a really, really cool type of work. It's a really interesting habitat to see, and I invite anybody to come out anytime over to Michigan, come out to a state game area. We would love to show you what we have. Well, I'm going to come. I'm going to take it right over there because Nuego's not that far from uh, the Whitehall area and Twin Lake area, so you're going to see me on your doorstep. But that's what I think, you know, yes, this Colonel Blue Butterfly, if you look at it, you just say, it's kind of a neat-looking moth. But it's such it's it's the baseline of what the environment is going to be for so much, and as you said, the turkeys are going to love it. I mean, I've I've had almost arguments with turkey hunters, and I'm a turkey hunter, and I said, you know, when they do a burn in the spring, in two days, all those little green shoots that come up out of the ground, do you know who comes to them first? 
the things that go gobble gobble. <laughs> you know, I said, guys, uh, it's a good thing, isn't it? I know several people that end up shooting turkey the day after one of our burns in a burn, and that's another type of management we can do on these type of habitats. Mm-hmm. Um, another common misconception is that all fire on uh, in a forest system is bad fire. A lot of these systems truly need fire to be able to thrive. Oak savanna is one of them, and the main reason that it's such an issue um, is because we can't put as fire across the landscape as easily as we used to back when we didn't have as many cities or roads branched out. Mm-hmm. So now we use these different management techniques. We're trying to keep these habitats open. And again, you're going to see a plethora of species in there, deer, turkey, every type of bug you could imagine. But the main one that we really love to see in these sites is the Carner Blue because of its rarity and because it's on its way out. And we're trying to make sure it still has its place in the world. God, yes. God, yes. And and, and once again, you know, um, I was just going to – there's a thing. I can't remember the name of a book, but it's it's a book I read about – the, you know, you just think like an ant is nothing, but no, it isn't. It it all winds up be getting connected. And when you see an area like this that you're mowing the snow, I love that. <laughs> Boy, if you ever wanted to catch somebody's attention, Jim, you got mine <laughs> mowing the snow. But you know, when when that all starts to grow, and you see, um, you know, like burning is not a bad thing. You know, forest fires, yes, but you do control burns to prevent forest fires. But that's Sometimes people don't understand it. But here we are. You know, you do this. You do the planning. You do the rub. If you did a burn or you're going to do a burn, that's down the road. But, you know, here you're getting that so much back there because you, I hate to say it, a lot of soils, a lot of wild soils, there's not much nutrient there. You got to put it there, right? So in a lot of situations for us, uh, many of the state-owned lands that we have were tax-reverted. Essentially, back in the day, nobody could grow anything there. So they gave it back to us which makes it somewhat difficult in a lot of these sites. Now, fortunately, in certain situations like this, um, this type of habitat doesn't require a really strong nutrient-based soil. Mm -hmm. But yes, in a lot of other types of management that we do, um, we're trying to build the soil uh, for different projects. We put in food plots, but also to help build that organic layer, we'll use things like uh, um, soil buster radishes, or ecotill radish, and that's something that's basically a nutrient fix, mm-hmm. holds it all in place without burning it, and it allows us to build it up. So we're constantly doing things like that across the state, yeah. um, not just in my area, but on all game areas yeah. throughout Michigan. And you, get, you guys are way working way overtime. <laughs> You're working way overtime. But, but the thing is, every one of the people loves the outdoors. It, this isn't a job. This is a calling. They love the outdoors. They love to fish. They love to camp. They love to pick mushrooms. I, you know, I'm probably saying everything that you do in the outdoors, plus a lot more. And that's why they look at it as something, it's not just I'm working, I'm making it better for the kids and, and for the future. When, if kids want to learn more about Cardinal Blue, they could find a lot of it on the internet, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. There's tons of resources um, all throughout uh, from federal level uh, for U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service down to the state level, um, between being your local DNR offices, and even below that, you can go down and look at uh, conservation districts, whatever local areas people will work with this species because it's so important to us and it's so rare. Yeah. Um, But it's readily available and easy to find for anyone. Oh, that that's that's right. <laughs> okay, I'm mowing the snow. That Jim, that's all you had to do to catch me. And I've learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners have all learned a bunch from you 
about this because this is such a cool thing. And once again, we're talking with Jim Miller, who's a, a field biologist with, uh, is that the right title? I'm sorry. I want to make sure I got it right, Jim. Yep, that's fine. Field biologist with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. And uh, it's, like I said, the Cardinal Blue Butterfly. It's, it's the coolest little one to look at. And if you ever see one, you'll know why it's worth saving. Okay. Jim, thanks so much for coming on my show this morning. Oh, thank you so much for having me. All right. You're listening to Chauncey. I'm Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Waterworks also has a full showroom of Lund and Lowe fishing boats along with beautiful pontoon boats, all powered by Mercury Outboards and waiting for you to add your boating fun to them. So with boats and pontoons from the factory being delivered, all with Mercury Outboards, pick out your boat at waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said to call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Fire Stick TV. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishermen by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic baits on the market for yourself or as a gift for maybe your fishing buddy. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait. 
When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRunLake.com and EnjoyRunLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's bizbait.com. And gtrodandreel.com, your one stop for all your ice fishing needs and musky fishing needs. That's gtrodandreel.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade. Setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander by the fishing hole. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And oh man, doesn't it? It's going to feel beautiful to be outside with the warmer weather that we've got. And Snows melt. I know it's hurting ice fishermen, but it's it's looking good. It's looking good in my books, and that's how I'm looking at it everywhere I can go of. Oh, before we get into some outdoor news and other fishing reports, we better do the first things, which everybody wants to hear every week. Uh, you know, there's a lot more show you could listen to, <laughs> but it's my grandson Aiden's fishing report. That's right. Uh, he he just gives us a fishing report, and I read it. As I get it, I don't change anything. I don't add anything. And sometimes I'm not sure what he's saying, but I try to get it out there. Okay, here we go. This is from sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Papa, things are warming up here and there is still snow on the ground, but the lakes are covered with ice and lots of slush and water. Some were almost deeper than my boots, so we had to not go out, and I watched the guys from shore or in the car with binoculars from Dad. It was really sloppy out there. 
Roger's dad told me he went perch fishing on Lake Makatawa near near the Boatworks restaurant, and he fished there because he was, <laughs> like I said, I'm reading as he said it. He goes, he fished there because he could use the bathroom that way. <laughs> he fished for three days. One day it was good and two or so-so. Robert's parents told me that they were on Muskegon Lake for the first time this year. They caught a few pike and perch by Snug Harbor. They got to go out from the park that's nearby there. His mom said that she was more excited about the perch than the pike, and I told her you would be also. Allison's parents went to the Muskegon River. They caught a couple of eating-sized walleye from the Big Bend Park area. Do you know where that is? I know where it is now. I could show you. They were careful, but they said that they got a little wet, so they quit early for the day. Linda Sue and her parents went to the White Lake area on the weekend and caught perch, bluegill, and northern pike. Then Dad went back to do some spearfishing and got more pike that way. Sometime I would like to try that. He said it's a lot of fun, and maybe next year he'll take me spearfishing. That would be really cool things to do. The ice thickness, though, was varying as you walked around, and he said he had to be very careful. With ice coming off the lakes and waters opening up, did you get your COVID shots so we can come up again and go fishing soon? Love you, your professional fishing grandson. Oh, he's got a title now. My professional fishing grandson. That's my fishing report from Grandson Aiden, who lives in western Michigan. Uh, once again, this is brought to you by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Tell them you like the sponsorship of Aiden's Fishing Report. Do you know what March 1st is? No, it's not that. It's the opening of Braidwood Lake. And let me tell you, there are going to be cars lined up from the gate all the way out to the road. Uh, the, the water is a lot warmer than you would know of any other water in northern Illinois. And you've got your chance on hybrid stripers, blue catfish, and largemouth bass. Uh, this time of the year, action is very, very... You're almost... You're fishing as if it was summertime because the water is that warm. And those blue catfish, whoo A lot of um, tournament anglers... Throughout the year, catch those catfish and channel catfish on that lake uh, with crankbaits and everything. So don't be surprised if you're out bass fishing and you wind up catching a blue catfish out of there or a channel. It could be very, very good. But once again, they open up uh, March 1st at dawn, Braidwood Lake. That sounds like a good time to me. Up in Minnesota lakes, uh, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources is urging the public to use caution on lakes that have aeration systems under the ice. Those areas will thin out faster and make it extremely hazardous for people and pets to walk out on the water, the ice. So be careful of that. If you know the lake has an aeration system, they're supposed to have a little sign there that says they have one. Madison, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources reminds anglers that ice shanties removal deadlines are approaching. <clears throat> permanent, permanent ice shanties. Uh, or those not removed daily, must be removed from all state waters by March 15th. Early deadlines, such as those for inland and boundary waters, are Wisconsin-Iowa boundary, February 20th, already passed. Wisconsin-Minnesota boundary waters by March 1st, Monday. 
inland waters south of Route Highway 64 by the first Sunday following March 1st, and Lake Michigan, Green Bay, Lake Superior, and inland waters north of Highway 64 by the first Sunday following March 12th. Wisconsin, Mount Michigan Boundary Waters, March 15th. Got a little bit of time, but don't leave them out there. You can continue ice fishing, but you can only use little pop-up shanties. You can't have a permanent shanty out there, all right? Well, you all know that I love turkey hunting. Oh, do I love turkey hunting. Who wants to go? The opening for the 2021 spring bearded turkey hunting season begins on Monday, March 1st. The spring season will run for 46 consecutive days through Thursday, April 15th. This is for Hawaii. It's not for anywhere in the 48 states. The spring season will be for bearded turkeys only and identified from the Hawaiian Department of Natural Resources. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm so excited to go turkey hunting on the Big Island. The daily bag limit will be three bearded turkeys per hunter with a season limit of three. All hunters are required to have current unused turkey tags in their possession while hunting. Tags are $5 tags for residents and 20 tags for non-residents. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> Turkey hunting in Hawaii. I'm going to plan that next trip with Mike Reynolds. I think we're going to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but here's even more important news for everybody in Chicago. I need a choir to be singing the Hallelujah Chorus here because the Chicago Park District is opening up the roads and parking lots east of Lakeshore Drive again with... It's going to be perfect for coho fishing with power lines or casters. Can't go wrong. Uh, I'm ready for this one. My buddy Two Hot Dog Joey uh, sent me a group of anglers that were fishing through the ice. uh, And and this is in the harbors. And they caught a really big, huge brown trout. When the guy was laying it across his lap, it literally hung off the right and left side of his legs. It was that big. Um, Ice in the harbors still looks okay, but always check it for safety. But the cool thing was he sent me a video of shoreline ice like in the oak street beach area between there and north avenue and the wind was blow it was solid and the wind blew all the ice that was floating out of that area that was pretty i like that uh my friend in northwest indiana tyree williams he's been fishing around the 249 bridge that's state road and a number of other guys he was with and uh he said the, the coho were very accommodating don't you love that Tyree, very accommodating on small baits. The weekend, he says he's going to try the big lake maybe for some coho and steelhead, and he will give me the infamous promised smoke fish that he hasn't dropped off yet. Yeah, okay, Tyree. Cook County Forest Preserve, there's a lot of slush on many lakes. Uh, Remember the four-inch rule, but hey, you better have high boots on. Uh, Even on, you know, it's not, not... to say it wouldn't work, but I would wear some, you know, chest waders because you can't bend down and you don't want to get wet. So you have to be really dry everywhere. But uh, please be careful. They're getting a lot more fish in the afternoon. Uh, a little more active fish. We've seen coming out of maple, tampier, and bussy, uh, especially some pike and catfish out of those. So those are all good signs in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. <clears throat> Chain of Lakes, but my buddies at Blarney Bassmasters told me that they are getting catfish on tip-ups on the north end of Channel Lake. And over out of uh, Petite Lake, some buddies were, guys were telling me that they were catching tons of crappies and bluegills. good size ones, but you had to wear chest waders because if you bent over to pick up anything, you got wet. And if you get wet, you get cold. It's not worth it. 
So please remember that. Uh, some anglers have returned the fishing the back channels, which is a very good sign. And that's a good activity to try, especially when uh, the water starts warming up. But be careful anytime you're on any ice in northern Illinois. Or anywhere, actually. Ren Lake, sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism. Enjoy RenLake.com. The upper 50 temperatures have returned crappy spots wide open, and local boaters are out chasing them and finding slabbers in 12 to 16 feet of water with white or chartreuse jigs. They're not even using minnows, and they're catching them. Go to EnjoyRenLake.com to plan your next trip for, to a little bit of heaven at exit 77. And we'll work off that 154 road. That's where the main road that cuts the lake in half. That's a good spot for me. Big Green Lake. My buddy Derek said, it is not safe for vehicles to be out. And four-wheelers, it's going to get really iffy really fast. Lake Trout and Cisco's were getting in deeper water. Warmer days uh, have a lot of slush on the water. Wear really good high boots, if not chest waders. Uh, Horner's Landing is the easiest way to get out to the deeper water for a lot of those fish. That's an important thing to remember. Little Green Lake, he took the kids out fishing, and he said he didn't even drop a line in. He said the two kids were catching nine-inch crappies in a deeper, over a deeper hole, and they were catching them so fast, he just sat there on a bucket taking fish off so they didn't get their hands wet. He says it was a great time. They had a great dinner, and you know what? You don't have to catch fish all the time, he says. I love that. That's when you have fun with kids in the great outdoors. <laughs> Hayward, walleye fishing is a lot better after dark. Please remember that. You know, it's between 15 and 25 feet on the weed lines, sucker minnows and shiners on tip-ups. But don't be surprised if Mr. Pike comes through and goes ha-chunk-chunk-chunk because they're also in that same area on those weed line edges. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show with Brian New and then Jim Miller from Mowing the Snow. That's a good one, Mowing the Snow. <laughs> we bring you all kinds of fun stuff on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Well, I can start hearing the flute in the background, and I'd like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from the Shenandoah. It says, it is not good enough to cry peace. We must act peace, live peace, and live in peace. Very true. That's from the Shenandoah. It is not good enough to cry peace. We must act peace, live peace, and live in peace. How very true. Hey, you know what? Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storms, the fish we catch, the... Uh, the crappies coming through the ice, the coho that are piling up on our shoreline that I can't wait to get over there to try some power lining and casting form. I'm pretty excited about that. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. Remember that because it's the only world they have and it's the only one we can give it to them better. So remember, catch Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and tell all your friends to listen to us. Take care, everybody.